morning. <laughs> uh, when Pastor Mike asked me to give a testimony about prayer, and I gained feeling back into my legs, <laughs> um, the first prayer I thought about was one I said when I was 19. I had just moved out of the house, and I was homesick and missing my mom. And in those thoughts came to mind that my mom had a brother that had not talked to her in close to 30 years. And in those thoughts, I prayed that he would contact her. I completely forgot about that prayer until three days later when my mom told me that her brother called her out of the blue. And the immediate thought was, God, you heard me? And out of all the prayers I've prayed and all the prayers that have been answered, I cling to that one the most because even though it wasn't poetic or proclaimed in faith or even really heartfelt, God heard me and he deemed it worthy enough to answer. And so the moments that I feel separated from God, the moments when I feel like I'm just speaking to air, I remind myself of that prayer and that he's listening and that he has an answer. I think we can just say amen and go home now. Um, I've had a lot of experience with prayer. I've been in the church for almost 64 years now, and I've watched a lot of things. Um, sometimes the answer to prayer is a miracle. Um, when Naomi was first, first found out about her um, tumor, the doctor believed that because of the size of the tumor and the damage to the kidney that it had spread, that cancer had spread. And we stood up here and we placed hands on Naomi and we prayed for her. And when the test results came in, the cancer had not spread. And the day of the surgery, um, Naomi's sister, Eva, is a nurse. And she said, I'm praying that the tumor is encapsulated. Had no clue what that meant. But she said it again when Mike was in there and when Mike prayed over Naomi, he said, I pray that the tumor is encapsulated. In, in um, and it was. And that's a miracle. That's a big miracle. Um, I have a friend whose daughter was born with multiple internal birth defects, but the most important one was that her heart has two chambers instead of four. It has uh, many, many holes in it, including one that's the size of a quarter. Uh, it is backwards. The doctor said she cannot live. You can't live with a heart this badly formed. She's a prayer warrior, my friend is, and she prayed. She got every church she knew to pray, and six months later, her baby came home. Amanda has had at least 10, probably more, open heart surgeries since then. After one of them, the surgeon came out and he said, you need to make funeral arrangements. She is going to die within the next 24 hours. If by some chance she lives, she will be a vegetable. There's nothing else possible. Lynn said, sent out the word, we need prayer. The next morning, Amanda woke up. The surgeon, who is a, an atheist, walked in and said, I have no explanation for this. It is not possible for her to be alive. Those are big miracles. Amanda's now 40 years old, by the way. She wasn't supposed to live a month. 
those are the big miracles. But we have little miracles every day, too. Um, I have prayed many times during my career as a teacher that God would fix a child. And I would love to tell you teachers that he did. He never did. He did not fix one child. He fixed me. <laughs> it's not, most of the time, what I have experienced is not giant miracles. Most of the time, what I have experienced is God telling me, Mike says this all the time, do you trust me? Do you trust me? Do you love your neighbor? Do you love that kid that you're gritting your teeth about? Do you trust me? God has changed me through prayer. It's not, it's not something that's changing the whole world, but each time I pray, it changes me, and then I change something else. Do you trust me?